2: this is the busted open podcast
3: you can listen to the full show monday through saturday from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 welcome to busted open the master's class on today's show me and tommy dreamer talk to one of the biggest stars of the 90s but not a wwe star not a wcw star not even an ecw star but a Nickelodeon and ABC star, Melissa Joan Hart. So let's get right to it on Busted Open, the master's class. Welcome back to Busted Open. Uh, We are very pleased to be joined by Melissa Joan Hart right now, star of dirty little secret a lifetime movie special uh you may also know melissa from her starring roles on clarissa explains it all and sabrina the teenage witch but she's also a huge wrestling fan and we're excited to have her have her now on busted open melissa great to have you on the show how are you
2: I'm doing good I'm uh I'm just uh excited about this movie that's coming out uh everybody's been loving the preview and I can't wait for everyone to see it and I've been uh just enjoying being a podcast host for the first time in my life so that's been fun
0: nothing like a lifetime movie gets me in my feels if you will and this one is uh A very very interesting one uh if you could talk a little bit more about without giving us some spoilers
2: yeah no no i won't spoil it because i definitely want people to find out stuff for themselves but uh basically it's it centers around me and my teenage daughter my teenage daughter is kind of opening her eyes to the fact that i'm a uh that her mom is not only a nurse during the day but a hoarder at home so um they live this hoarding lifestyle and i worked with a psychologist on this character it was really it's dark and deep and um we took a big dive into this one. I really sunk my teeth into this character and sort of her two personalities, how it works. She can be very sharp and very, uh, clean and very stealth. And then at, at home, she's just a big clumsy mama bear who, uh, doesn't put things where they belong, um, or does, but maybe has too many of them. Um, so it was really interesting to work with, um, on the sporting behavior and really dive into the psychology behind it. And, um, and just learn about, you know, why people um, kind of gravitate towards this. Uh, and then and in learning it about it, I kind of realized I'm a, I consider myself a collector, but I don't know that there's a fine line between collector and hoarder. So, um, you know, I realized I'm lucky I have enough shelf space to display my collections. But for someone that doesn't or someone that takes it a little too far, you know, a lot of it is attached to loss. If you've lost someone in your life, whether it's divorce or, you know, childhood trauma um, or a lot of baby boomers or people that grew up without much tend to hold on to things for monetary value. They remember exactly how much something costs and other people hold on to things for sentimental value. Um, and it's and losing one of your treasures is equivalent to losing a child or a limb, you know, so um, you know, it's a very uh, it's a very serious issue, but it we do it in a, in a more of a juicy way because it is a rip from the headlines lifetime movie.
0: I personally cannot throw out anything wrestling related. I seriously have the first pair of boots. I still have. I have every outfit. I have so much wrestling stuff. Yeah. I can't get rid of it.
2: If you can They're see awesome. the view I have right now, I have a Shirley Temple doll collection and I have all my memorabilia. I mean, I have every magazine I'm looking at, every magazine I've been on the cover of, all of the memorabilia I've been given from every set I've been on. Like everything.
0: But now I don't know if I'm a hoarder or a collector.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, it's a fine line. I'm telling you, you got to watch out. I mean, the thing is when you stop being able, when you when you, when you you give something too much value, then you have a problem. But hey, if you have a place to display it and it's not, you know, you can dust it off once in a while, you get
3: now, Melissa, when when they brought this interview to us and they told us you were a huge wrestling fan, I was like, no way. <laughs> when, when did you become uh, such a big wrestler? I, I, I'm not shocked because everybody's a wrestling fan. It's whether yeah, or not yeah, they, yeah. they want to admit it. When did you become a wrestling fan? Where did you live? Who did you first see?
2: I mean, it's like it, I mean, it probably goes back to like Hulk Hogan and being at like a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award. Not Nickelodeon Kids. Uh, Nick takes over your school. Um, you know, and just, uh, being kind of fascinated with it as a child, watching it a little bit here and there. And then when I had boys, when my boys were born and they started watching it a little bit with me and I started to get a little bit more and I started tweeting some of the matches and stuff. I, you know, I, then all of a sudden, um, it sort of exploded on me, got a little out of control where I was like, you know, I I was live tweeting it and people wanted, that's all people wanted to talk to me about was wrestling. And I, so I took a little step back. I was like, Whoa, this is you know, this is not my career. Hold on a second. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I gotta, I gotta have a little space. you know? So, um, it's, it's been fun. I have, I've lost touch a little bit, but I have this new podcast, which has been kind of fun. I did do an AW event recently. And we had some of the guys on, um, we had a few of the, we had, uh, Matt, um, sorry, Matt Hardy. No, uh, Matt and his brother, his brother, uh, Oh my God, Jackson,
0: Nick
3: and Matt, Matt Jackson. Jackson
2: and his wife. We had his, his wife on. So we had, yeah. Um, you know, we had, uh, we had them on the show and that was really fun. And, uh, and then we got to go to an AEW. I took my boys to an event there and, or here in Nashville. And then we had big show on, I actually directed big shows, uh, TV show for Netflix when he had his show, the big show yeah. show. And, uh, we became buds and he was coming through town too on an AEW tour. And I was like, want to come by the podcast studio? He was like my favorite guest I had on the podcast though, because this big, amazing guy is like, first of all, the biggest softy, nicest guy found out he had 13 cats. Find out he's a huge Dungeons and Dragons geek, like with Vince Vaughn has a D and gang with, you know, Vince Vaughn. And then, and then what I loved was when I was texting him, I'm like, Hey, you want to come on my show? We talk about what other people, what famous people are into. So what are you into? He's like, Girl, we got to talk about The Handmaid's Tale. I'm obsessed with The Handmaid's Tale, and I just thought that was the funniest thing to think of. Big Show talking about The Handmaid's Tale, and I was like, "This is gonna be my favorite episode." So it did. It turned out to be one of my favorites.
0: I remember when all that went down because AEW ring announcer Justin Roberts uh, had said something, and he was just like, "You had responded back to his uh, tweet," and it's funny when you see other celebrities react to when other people respond to them <laughs> and I'm like yeah she's probably a bit of a wrestling fan uh that's normal you know yeah. but it's just yeah. you see the fandom and other people I mean you think about it you were on television and you were uh, you're such a big star and it does it takes people back because you're a part like of their childhood and, and that's awesome because mm-hmm of the character that you were blessed to be a part of.
2: Well, it is. It's funny. Like, it's funny how people react to me, but then how, you know, of course, how I react to other people. And then it's shocking when they react that way to me. Like (laughs) I, I went to a Harry Potter premiere and my friend, um, and we were, we were grown ass adults. Like she was like, she was probably close to 40 and was like, Oh, there's, there's Daniel Radcliffe. And we, I was like, come on. Like, I didn't really care about, like, I wasn't like fanning out that much. I was like, let's go talk to him and walked over and he goes, Oh, Oh my god i grew up with you and i was like oh that's so funny like we're coming over to fan on you and you just said that about right. like i was like oh god i'm gonna a little feather in my cap i'll just like you know that was fun but um yeah big show was is i think one of my favorite people that i've ever met and he is just a love and he um he he kind of he what does he call me he calls me shooter his nickname for me is shooter so i love when i fan out over him and and, and then like, you know, uh, the, the divas, uh, the Bella twin, you know, like just got really into them. My son got really into them. And uh, so I've had, I've had a lot of fun with like the wrestling world and um, I don't keep up with it that much. I mean, I hope to go to some summer slams and, you know, but um, don't get to go to that often, but AEW has been a really fun thing to be, a, to be watching that grow and develop.
0: Yeah. We saw you uh, on air there also in our world, the shooter, means you're a legit wrestler means you're a badass you're a badass woman so uh that's oh. that's a praise coming from a seven foot four giant
2: okay well he did it because i was directing his show and it was more like the shooter of the show like i but he, yeah he called me a shooter so that's his, oh, he's always like he'll text me be like what's up shooter My
0: and i enjoyed me? that uh that show it was a a netflix must watch uh had a lot of uh parallels family the show real life. too yeah the, it. It, the family really aspect was enjoy. really great
2: and i do love that about wrestling too um you know, a lot of the time I feel like I can bring my kids and it's a good place to, you know, have some entertainment, have some family fun. And it's a safe space for them, you know, for the most part, sometimes.
3: Melissa, you talked about AEW. You're a fan of AEW. You've been to AEW events. Are you familiar with the wrestler named Dan Housen?
2: Oh, Oh, uh, wait. My, yeah. The
3: guy that puts spells on people
2: oh yeah 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 where's the face paint
3: but so so i gotta ask you how how do you think sabrina the teenage witch would fare against
2: danhausen well we did an episode we did a wrestling episode oh my gosh who was it um oh gosh it should be easy to google but um we did an episode where i did wrestle i was put in some kind of chokehold oh my gosh big blonde guy hulk hogan
3: no no i would know hulk
2: hogan (laughs) No, and I should know this guy, too. We had China. We had a bunch of of wrestlers on, actually, on Sabrina. But there was one where I was in the ring. We were wrestling. The referee was, um, uh, oh, my gosh, another famous face um, actor, uh, like character actor. It it was a really fun episode. You can find the pictures online. And, uh, yeah, there's a picture where he's, like, got me in a chokehold. And I'm really selling it, guys. I was proud. Like, so... When we were at listen the to, you, listen to you
3: with the terminology you really suck now if you're well, gonna say I just got to come over
2: the chair I need oh it was gonna, Billy Gunn Billy Gunn was the uh was the was the wrestler we were in the ring in the ring with that I was uh I don't remember much of it because I think I was so focused on the choreography of it that I wanted to be careful that I you know obviously we didn't want anyone to get hurt we wanted to do it right for camera you know where's the camera gonna be when I land this way and that way um but it was super fun and uh I I've just uh yeah I I I I love going to those events. I love being a part of it. I love seeing the people. I want to get involved in one of them. Like next time I go, I almost, when I went to the last AEW event, I have to admit, I came very close to climbing over and, and kind of getting up there and doing something because I was getting a little upset about um, some of the events going on. I was like, anyone have a chair? Maybe,
3: maybe an exploding barbed wire uh, death match. Would you like to get involved with that?
2: Uh maybe no barbed wire? That's sounds-
3: okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> mm. Well,
0: uh
3: impact <laughs> really wrestling, belts
2: and the chains and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, what did they, what did they do with this one? Um it was two women and one picked the other one up on the ropes and then they set up a table and they fell on the table onto the floor. I was like someone's going to die. Like this They, they used a says, table? You can <laughs> They fell onto the table which broke their fall but they still hit the cement. And oh you yeah yeah well
3: maybe if they learned how to wrestle the right way they wouldn't need to use tables because anybody who needs to use tables doesn't know how to wrestle <laughs> worth a damn
2: it was a far drop they were falling far this was a this was a big drop I was like. I was panicking like I was I was legit panicking. So, yeah, I get a little I get a little emotionally involved. So I have to. And be that's
0: what it's all about. It's live theater. You get emotionally involved in the characters Exactly. Um, and you want that responses just like when you're doing a play or when we're watching your movie, you want to see the people get in because obviously this character you have is is a complex character. Yeah, and there are so many complex characters in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, well, I guess
2: technically in this new movie, I'm a heel. So nice. it's the first gotcha. time I, I don't often play the heel. So uh, are you are you, the, you,
3: are you the type of heel and the name of the movie, dirty little secret, you can catch it on lifetime. Are you like the one that enters the person's lives? Like, how could you be living like this? You're going to ruin yourself
2: a heel of that nature. Oh No, I'm the, I'm the person, I'm the hoarder. I'm ruining oh. my daughter's life. Wow. My
3: okay. Yeah, no, okay. I'm the
2: one that's causing all the, you know, I'm the one that's um, plagued by, Issues from my life and uh, and then causing problems in my kids lives, Um, making my daughter shower at school and, you know, no running water in the house and no bed to sleep in and that kind of thing.
3: Was it a difficult role to immerse yourself into
2: it? You know, surprisingly, it wasn't. I did a lot of research. I worked with a psychologist. I worked with a few different acting coaches, movement specialists um, to really embody the two different personalities of this character. And I felt like, and I could pull from a few experiences in my own life and people I know. And it was uh, really exciting. It was really fun. And it was a pretty raw sort of thing for me. It it, it got I got to a place where it was not, I don't want to say easy, but I've always been terrified of doing drama. It's not my comfort zone. I prefer comedy. I feel like I can turn a joke really easily. But um, doing this drama always terrifies me a little. I didn't go into it with fear and I went into it very calm, which was the right way to approach it, I think. And I, I feel like I was able to deliver a a true performance. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll sure see what you guys think. Right. Let me know.
0: I will definitely watch it. I look forward to it. Like I said, I enjoy a lifetime. I'm known as this hardcore wrestler, but yet we have, uh, we like to watch our, our lifetime specials. Do you have 13
2: cats think. like Big Show?
0: I have three have dogs. Cat, uh, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we roll up. I knit. I do these things.
2: There you go. I have
0: 27 have
3: goldfish. Scrapbooking. <laughs> you have what? 27 goldfish.
2: 27 goldfish? Yes. I got In a pond.
3: Thing? Yeah, I got a pond down. But I got a
2: pool and a pond. The pond. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got if a pond. pond yeah. that's okay. I'm yeah. like goldfish yeah, 27 is a lot 27 goldfish. Yeah, that's a lot. So-
0: <laughs> he <laughs> too big, is a hoarder. He can't throw away any food. Um, yeah, I can't throw away food. I have
3: well, to eat waste, it
2: all. Well, waste. Look, food waste. I compost. Like, I can't. That's another thing. Like, I don't know the difference between like trying to be practical and 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 kind of you know you know be care being careful of not wasting money, food, all those things. And hoarding. <laughs> There's a fine line between like, do I keep all the bubble wrap in case I need it? Do I keep all the tissue paper for you know gift bags, or do I just not have the space for it and I can go buy it down the street? You know, so I don't know.
3: I can't stand to see the wasting of food. So one of the things I do at my local supermarket is whenever like the hot food, you know, at the end of the night where they're going to throw it away, and that, yeah. I just I actually buy a lot of the hot food half price, and then I give it to the homeless people, and that's my good deed oh, for that. the day. So I love so we're not that. wasting the food. So yep. Melissa, it was really nice to have you join us on busted Thank open today. We appreciate it. Thank you for coming out and telling the world that you are a massive wrestling fan. And you joined us here on the best pro wrestling show on the planet. Good luck with <laughs> dirty little secret on lifetime. I hope it Thank does you. mega numbers for you. Tommy will watch it. I will watch it. Tommy will rate it on a scale of one to 10 Singapore canes. One being meh, 10 being it's the greatest right. thing that's ever happened. All right. so. I
2: can't wait to hear what you think of it. Um, thank some, you, Melissa. There's some twists and turns. I don't want to spoil it for you, but there are some crazy twists and turns in it. So I would love to tell you, but I can't. Some things I've never done in a movie before. But um, but also, don't forget to check out What Women Binge, my podcast. It's on anywhere you get a podcast and on YouTube.
3: There you go. We got all the information. Now we can watch and we can listen, Tommy. Melissa Joan Hart, thank you very much for joining thank us on Busted Thank you, Have okay. a great Bye-bye. day. Thank you. That was Melissa Joan Hart. And once again, we thank her so much for joining us on the Master's Class, along with myself and Tommy Dreamer. Don't forget, you can listen to the Master's Class each and every Sunday right here on the Busted Open podcast. And you can also catch Busted Open each and every weekday and Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM
1: Fight Nation, channel 156. Busted Open is part of the XM Sports Podcast Network. The executive producer is Paul Earl. The digital producer is Gabby Pisa. Andre Viola is the associate producer. Marissa Rivas is the director of Fight Nation and Sports Podcast. Special thanks to senior vice president of sports and podcasts, the legendary Steve Cohen. The longest field goal
0: ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed?